guys welcome to another episode of the sunday fufu podcast um, my name is donald and unfortunately today i will normally introduce my co-host but i have an empty chair my co-host is not here with me and his excuse was hi donald yeah i'm not going to be able to make it for the recording today i am physically incapacitated i was like Huh. That's really unfortunate. That is unfortunate. That's yes, wild. <laughs> That's wild. And if you yeah. know Zogba, and you know how wild he is, right. like you would start asking yourself so many questions. Like, what could he have possibly done this time? Maybe the rain. I mean, I do see how the rain could be linked yeah. to whatever is going on with him. I feel like a lot of people in Accra are magically ill when the rain falls. <laughs> I don't blame them though. <laughs> I know, Sliding right? Sliding down Liberation Road is not easy. Charlie, yeah. it's not easy. It's and not easy. And swimming through Osu. Exactly. Yeah, it's The serious. rain just switches up so many things yeah. from here. Shout you out to him though. I hope he feels better yeah, soon. Yeah, it would have been nice for you to have Mezzo, but he's actually quite cool. Quite cool. Just a little bit. Next actually. time, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny about Accra? I don't know if there's something you have experienced. Like, Go on. When it rains, sometimes that's when you have more traffic. Funny right. Enough. You would assume people would rather be avoiding the rain so they would be... I feel like it's always in the first instance. Like when it starts, everyone yeah. is rushing home, rushing to, go rushing to their yeah. laundry, rushing mm-hmm. to their open windows mm-hmm. and like, you know, trying to save what we can save. Like I always leave the windows open. So yeah. if you see a car rushing, that's probably me trying to, <laughs> <laughs> trying to close the window and take the laundry in. No, yeah. seriously, the window thing is actually like It's a serious thing, man. It it's can actually cause, happened to us here. In this yeah, it can once. cause serious damage. Yeah, we came here and the whole studio was flooded. It was crazy. It's not easy. I cry yeah. we day. Anyway, guys, <laughs> look, I, pardon me, I haven't introduced my guest today. Um, I'll actually just let her do it. Oh, okay. Because I feel like you're, so far, people have, I'm sure they've already noticed the difference in the quality of the voices. It's like, oh, you flatter me This too is a podcaster's voice and this is, you know, just different. So <laughs> who is she? They're asking. So please tell them who you are. Oh, you're putting me on the spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I'm Ya. I go by the name of Yakuto. Okay. I'm a singer. I'm a songwriter. I'm a performer. I'm an alchemist. Oh. I make people happy. I listen to people. I help them get on with their lives and create something positive out of the negative. Oh. I'm a believer. I'm a chef. I'm oh. a friend. I'm a wow. daughter. What don't you do at this point? <laughs> well, what don't Just you kidding. do? To be My honest? main job is actually to be a musician and an artist. But I do like to include these things because, you know, I feel like artists, artists in general, mm-hmm. do a lot that they don't speak of. That's true. Yeah. The music always leads, right? Yeah. Yeah. And because we are forced into humility, like, you know, mm-hmm. I remember a lot of like, Back in the days, my management kept telling me, be humble. Like, people dream of being an artist. And yeah. you you are lucky to be one, so just be humble, mm-hmm. you know, and just like, talk about that. Anyway, like, there's nothing <laughs> like being authentic. You know, I don't know if 
they were asking you to be humble but also be authentic like what is it, is it i think it's not like we still i think it's getting better with like gen z but um mm. i feel like it's still not viewed as polite to talk about your talents openly and boldly that's true yeah especially when you're a woman and even in the diaspora or even in the western world, especially when you're a black woman it's always like be humble There's don't so be too many, loud so many don't like, be don't be too straightforward don't be too um out there stick to one thing i mean the amount of times i've heard that is just crazy yeah that's so many um different things to navigate woman being black yeah i can't imagine in the space like it's just crazy man yeah it just it teaches like i was always fortunate enough to have grown up in ghana mm. so i always knew where i was from and where i come from what rooted me and you know like right. growing up here i feel like children here go through such an interesting upbringing you know everyone who has gone to a ghanaian school you know you have to you have to stand your ground <laughs> like yeah, you know like, how to you know how to defend Ghana yourself is actually tough because yeah. it's not just the whole um living conditions thing Absolutely. it's actually all the other stuff the streets the mental are health, harsh the tally, like, like those tema streets really oh you, you grew up in tema i grew up in tema yo you know what's Comte interesting Comte... <laughs> i grew up in Comte eight yeah tema yeah. people I, I must say, I don't want to swear, but Tema people get shit done. <laughs> like, we are on yeah. a different level. No, you're totally fine. Like, yeah. Tema is great. So, like, from Tema to kind of like the world, you know, my I started my career in Germany and okay. then crossed over to France and from France to the States and then came back to France and then moved to Ghana. Mm. <laughs> that is an interesting journey. Yeah. Like, um, Comte 9, which part? I'm just curious. Like, oh, Mutawe. Oh, like close to the you know, motorway. my grandmother's sister literally like lives, five minutes. Yeah, like, yeah, she yeah. used to live around that area as yeah. well. And then, my like, my grandmother lived at Comte 8. I don't there know was like you, a famous drinking spot when I grew up. It was yeah. called Mugambo Spots. I don't oh, know if you heard of it. I don't, I don't think I've heard <laughs> of it. But do you know the page, <laughs> the, the page hotel, Comte 8? Um, no, I don't. Vision 66? It was like a theater. I don't no. recall. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. But yeah. 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 I used to live around that area. Yeah. So we're practically neighbors. I know, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Small world. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, you had mentioned earlier on that you are an alchemist. Yeah. I say this as a joke to one of my friends. Like, you say time, that too. Wait. One, one time he <laughs> asked me, like, yo, I'm looking for a chemist. And I was like, mm. I know an alchemist. Yeah. And we just laughed about it. Like, I was just pulling his legs. But. Um, what, who's an alchemist? I'm curious. To me, an alchemist is someone who turns negative into positive mm. and who turns adversity into prosperity. Right. And to be honest with you, that's something I'm proud of. I think I've always done that. And I admire people who do the same. Like I watch people turn a difficult situation into a manageable situation daily and it's so inspiring. Mm, yeah. So that to me is like, I just threw it out there. I thought it was a fun <laughs> way to begin the podcast. But no, it was. It, was. Like, it definitely got me interested. I just interested, feel like that sure. is truly, if you harness that power of just like, you know, surviving by just transforming mm. and transmuting and transcending, then um, you have a superpower. Wow. That, that is deep. And that goes for everyone. I don't yeah. think it's, it's only for artists or creatives. 
It could be your 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 store manager. It could be your mm. your butcher. It could be your driver. You know, everyone, uh, especially in Accra, constantly turns negative into positive and constantly turns problems into solutions. That is legit. I yeah. agree. Yeah. I mean, there is this running um, narrative that yeah, <laughs> right now there are no jobs in Accra, so you basically right. have to create your own. You have to create your own. You have to be <laughs> mentally strong and yeah. physically strong. Exactly. So, yeah. You know what's funny? Shout out to all the people hustling in Accra. Yeah, shout out to the You guys are doing the most. Yeah. yeah. I tried music once. Oh, um, you did? And when I say try, I joined the school choir because of a, like a girl. Mm-hmm. I liked the Join the choir. Yeah, the power went, of love. <laughs> <laughs> the, the power of love. Went in for the tryouts. Yeah. <laughs> and then the people just looked at me and they were like, why? Like why why are you doing this to yourself, bro? Oh my god! Yeah, it was it was that bad, and oh, so no. yeah, I was kicked out, and uh, <laughs> that was pretty much the beginning and end of my you of know music, music journey. Yeah, short, very short lived, but it was fun though. Loved it. it. Was because your intention wasn't pure. <laughs> you entered for the sake of a girl. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm actually curious. Have you like, have you done something? Not similar, but something along those lines, you know, to get the attention of someone. To d- oh what oh no, oh I'm. Uh, I just I've always been lucky. I always got the attention. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. If I can say so myself, like mm-hmm. that was never like a problem. Shout out to all the girls who are called, who are constantly called being arrogant because they are effortless. Yeah. I think there's just such a difference. Some people don't have to try hard and just get it and they're blessed and they attract that attention, you know. Yeah. And it pains my heart to see my girlies being shamed and like, oh, she's arrogant or who does she think she is? She's too it known. Sucks. But yeah, some people just attract attention. They walk into the room and you're just like, oh, who are they? Because they're different. They're unique. Mm-hmm. They carry themselves with dignity and integrity so they attract what they deserve yeah and they get that instantly without even trying hard so that, yeah, that that's true and, and it's unfair that such people are often labeled like oh they did this to do goes for men as well mm-hmm. you know they do this to get there or they do this or they would have done this or slept with this person or bribe this person or it's the family no some people are just destined to be where they are Mm-hmm. at that certain moment you know I, it's, it's funny you should say that because one thing that used to really um used to i don't know confuse me was amongst my you know um friends mm-hmm. like you know the guys sometimes they would see a girl take a picture with a guy or maybe just hanging out with you know mm-hmm. a girl and then they'll just be like oh yeah i'm sure they did this or they did yeah. something and i'm like how, like how could you be sure just because you've seen an attractive woman with yeah maybe another attractive guy or yeah. just another woman with another guy doesn't mean that some like something definitely happened and they would say with so much conviction like yo for sure something happened and i'm like yeah. how sure are you like yo because we like reducing everything to sex mm-hmm. let's be honest like we live in a world where reducing chemistry or just relationship whether it be friendship or work relationship we like reducing it to sex especially if it is between a man and a woman 
because that's because we can't fathom that maybe a man feels attracted to a woman's energy without wanting to sleep with her because that definitely exists and vice versa so you, you agree know? that in that situation it's more about is it like you think it's more about the woman like the the woman being there or it's just them coming together is why they are, why, why they feel that way but just because the woman has been introduced into the equation then it has to be about sex i think so i think it's yeah. just you know like I said, people cannot accept that some people just have good energy and you want to hang out with them because they have good energy, you know? Right. Attraction is not always sensual or sexual. Attraction can be, I like this person because they're kind. I like this person because they add value to my life. I like this person because we share the same taste in music. I've been through it a lot because in my industry, I mostly work with men and um which is about to change and i love that like i see so many cool upcoming like female producers mm -hmm. shout out to you guys uh opening the space female djs you know engineers like it's really happening especially like people in their 20s all over the world are exploring like the more technical aspects of the music industry and i'm and i'm here for it but like especially like growing up and like always hanging out with guys I've met so many wonderful guys who literally had girlfriends and just worked with me and um, got hella heat from their girlfriends or wives for working with me. And it all turned sour because there was jealousy and because society is still not at a level where we can respect a relationship between a man and a woman that doesn't involve sexual intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't yeah, take that Yeah, out it's very unfortunate though. Be, yeah. A lot of it has to do with the lack of self-esteem. I feel like insecure people make quick assumptions. Mm, interesting. <laughs> Let me repeat for the congregation. Insecure Please people do. make quick assumptions which allow them to judge a situation upon basic instincts. Like, oh, they must have slept together. I feel you. You know, oh, he must, she must be with him because of the money. Oh, he must be with her because of, you know. Yeah. We like to say these things because it's easier to say these yeah, things. Yeah, I agree. And it's more difficult to dig deeper. And, oh, maybe she has a lovely character. You know, maybe she's really kind. Maybe he is really resourceful and helpful and gentle, you know. We don't want to say that because we would then have to look at ourselves and ask ourselves, what do we bring to the to table? The table. Yeah. That's true. Shoo shoo. <laughs> <laughs> Razzle dazzle. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um like this this is a good segue into like the main conversation we're gonna have today. But mm -hmm. before I do that, guys. You're listening to Sunday Fufu by the Gold Coast Report. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Gold Coast Report. And go, you can check out all of our podcasts on the website, listen to gcr.com. And also you can follow Yakuto where? You can follow me on IG, Yakuto Music, Twitter, mm -hmm. Yakuto Music, Facebook, Yakuto Music, TikTok, Yakuto Music. Everywhere. Spelled Y-A-K-O-T-O Music. Yes, everywhere, Yakuto music, you heard it. <laughs> All right, so um, like I was saying, good segue into our main conversation. Let's because go. Because we were, you know, talking about how... Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, don't worry, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> how, the, you know, um, a, a woman 
the the woman's presence in an equation is is, is being is reducing her to something else, right? And I think one of the like one one thing that has been discussed a lot recently mm-hmm. has been uh, uh, the labels that yeah. you know uh, male and female labels, really. Mm-hmm. And we've 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 grown up getting so used to just calling. You know what's funny? I don't hear people saying as much male as they do female. Like, I don't hear male as much as I do female. Growing up, at least in my experience, I didn't hear it as much. I had Interesting. Can you explain? Like, as in like, um, oh, she's a female. Right. But then they'll say, oh, he's a man. Oh, okay. Do you okay. get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would hear female more than I would hear, oh, he's a male. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's male. Yes, yeah. or he's male. Do you <laughs> yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah, I would... Yeah. Hear a lot, or oh, he's a man. Yeah. But when it comes to a woman, yeah, sometimes you hear she's a woman, but other times you also hear she's female, right? Right. And a lot of you know women in recent times have really spoken out on that particular label, and uh. <laughs> because you know they feel like it's you know degrades them, like it degrades right. who they are. You know, you know, it degrades the complexity. Of who they are as women. Okay. Yes. Is that something you agree with? Oh no, hell. Oh, I have to think. Hmm. <laughs> Pretty obvious, huh? Um to be honest with you, I hmm, I've never thought about it. So this mm-hmm. is a cool way of <laughs> getting to me because I usually think about things a lot. I've never yeah. thought about this. I just have never seen let me just speak about myself. If someone says she's female or she's a woman, I just generally never feel offended because that is truly who I am. Mm. Like I was very girly and female growing up as well. Until this day, like I literally use that. Again, I have overused that word, but that's superpower of doing whatever I want. Like, isn't it great? Like women can literally wear whatever they want without being looked at. That is just like such a privilege, right? So we can, I can sit here in baggy pants today and wear like a mini dress tomorrow and no one is going to, if you do that, all hell is going to break loose. Do you understand? So mm-hmm. I feel like there's so much power. Like if I'm labeled as female, I, I'm rather proud. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, this is dope. Like I'm literally a woman and I have all this power, you know? So you you feel like <laughs> <laughs> female woman like all these free passes. Yeah, female woman, you don't see any you know uh, Oh, it depends on how you yourself I think want to be. I feel like there are a lot of very like there are lots of women who embody a lot of masculine traits. Okay. And like even dress that way and talk that way and I cannot speak for them, but like for me um, I've never had an issue with someone calling me female or a woman. I always felt like being called, oh, you're so, if someone even says, oh, you're so girly, I'm like, yeah, I am. You know? Right. I mean, I think for a lot of people, the <laughs> argument is like, okay, female is more, angles more towards the reproductive yeah. you know, side of a part of a woman yeah. or aspect of a woman mm-hmm. rather than it's capturing the entirety of who she is. You know? I, I do really strongly feel that 
the main reason why I am so blessed is because I have the power to reproduce, you know? So I do feel, I respect mothers a lot and I respect um, my own, like, because of what we go through, women go through so much every month, you know, which is still a taboo. We are not allowed to talk about it. We are not allowed to express ourselves um, when it comes to our cycle because in some parts of the world it's still considered as nasty or dirty or whatever. But if we face the facts, we are miraculous beings who who have the opportunity and the chance to to recreate and produce and give birth. Oh, is that the grinder? That's the grinder. <laughs> the grinder. The grinder. Yeah, so as I was saying, like yeah. I I do love the fact that I could potentially give birth right. and that I can choose and I feel like even if I never give birth, I always had the potential to do so and I think that comes with great privilege to be honest with you. Okay. I don't feel I I feel like when we say such things like oh it's reduced to or I feel like you're reducing me to I feel like that says a lot about how you think about yourself right and even though there are marginalized groups and I respect them and I can never speak from their perspective and I feel like everyone has the right to speak on their own experience my experience has always been positive like I'm proud to be a woman I'm proud to have the organs that I have, you know, I feel like it comes with a lot of power and privilege. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so um, another argument <laughs> that has been made, you know, when it comes to labels for women, yeah. right? Um, it's not just the use of the term female in particular, but people find that when it comes to women, they always want to differentiate between, like, for men. Right. If there's an activity, the men's activity is like the major. There's no label. There's no distinction. Right. Like that is, is it is what it is for men. But when it comes to women, there always has to be that differentiation that this is the women's thing. Do you get know what I'm saying? And you know, one of the the clearest examples is in sports where um, you have. Like, for example, the NBA. Yeah. Um, it's called the NBA, right? The right. men's. They don't say the men's NBA. Okay. They don't say the male NBA. But yeah. when it comes to the women's, the women's side of things is the WNBA, right? Yeah. So, do, do you feel like, and also, you know how um, the WNBA is looked down on? Like, just women's sports in general. Right. You know how much that is looked down on? Right. Like people make fun of, you know, women's sports all the time. And mm -hmm. also... I mean, even recently, there have been a lot of conversations about equal pay and, you know, equality in sports and stuff mm -hmm. like that, right? But then it's not really met with much enthusiasm, mm -hmm. you know, on the, uh, among men. Mm -hmm. I mean, there have been steps to sort of bridge the gap, but, you know, it's an ongoing process that I feel will take longer than, you mm -hmm. know, people would be are hoping for, right? So, I mean, how do you feel about that about women yeah. saying that that need to constantly differentiate between, you know, uh, or constantly use labels for women degrades or once again degrades mm -hmm. their what you know what they are about or their place in society. Who? Let me dissect because you've given me a lot of information. Mm -hmm. 
let's come to the sports first. Okay. I personally believe that. <laughs> okay, this is just me again. Like I have, I never got the excitement for watching people running after a ball. <laughs> That's just me personally. Like okay. this whole thing. Even as a kid, like, okay, I would love playing soccer, but it was just something I saw the boys more participating in than the girls. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Like, growing up, my Mm -hmm. generation, me as Yakuto, like, sitting here with you, Donald, I can tell you, growing up, I didn't see too many girls forming, like, a football team and playing against each other. But I saw boys do that without them being told to do that. You know what I mean? And I, for example, have never gone to a, a football match or, you know, I went to my first NBA game in L.A. last year and I loved it but it, because I was invited, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I myself have never, like, was like, oh, my God, I need to. As I know that there are girls who are very excited about sports and women, I, for myself, have never been as excited. So I don't allow myself to speak as much about it. But what I will say is that being around men a lot, like all the time, all my musicians are men, like I've played with several bands, I've worked with producers from all over the world, like Americans, Swedish, Germans, uh, French, uh, Canadian, African. I do not want to be put in the same category as them. I'm going to be completely honest with you. They do stuff that I, for example, like my producer can stay up all night and work on that beat till, and he, he doesn't need to sleep. He doesn't need to eat. He wakes up in the morning and he does it all again. And he can do that for a month straight. I'm going to be very honest with you. I cannot do that. But don't you think that's more of like a personal Maybe, like a shout thing? out to all the women who can go without Mm -hmm. sleeping and eating not necessarily a gender thing i feel like our hormones require more rest like as women okay this is basically just talking about science women have a way more complex hormonal system that requires them to rest more otherwise we develop diseases like thyroids and cysts which is a common problem especially in the black community a lot of women suffer from cysts and thyroid, sorry, cysts, thyroid issues because of uh, hormonal imbalances. Mm-hmm. Let me repeat that part. A lot of women suffer from cysts, thyroid issues because of hormonal Hormone imbalances. imbalances because yeah. we trick ourselves into thinking we can work as hard. We have to be equally strong. And coming to the sports, like I, if I would be an NBA player, I would not want to play against one of these men who are like uh, <laughs> 195. Like, do you get yeah, it? Like, I'm I not up you. for it. I so want to play. So you are recognizing that there are biological or like physical differences. Absolutely. That's like coming from where I come from. Again, I do not want to overlook people with a different experience. And I think your podcast is giving everyone a platform. So. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to hear what someone else says. But for me, as Yakutu, coming from my experience, I do not want to play against a guy (laughs) who is 1 meter 95. I do not want to stay up all night. Of of course, I do stay up all night if I have to. But I would 
admit to you right now here and there that I would be very sick if I would do that for a year straight. Mm. And that goes for a lot of women. And I know it's going to ruffle some feathers, but <laughs> we do come with physical differences. And I think that is not me saying that. That's literally science. You can go and read a book. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, yeah can go, so you can go and, and ask a doctor, <laughs> you know. That's uh, okay. Um, so you, you mentioned before about like in your experience growing up, mm -hmm. you saw boys yeah, doing certain just things. Always yeah, you were just and I'm used just to like, yeah, I was already writing playing. songs and exactly. being all serious. Right. I also feel like but, women develop way faster emotionally and intellectually. Okay. Is it because you know the the there has been conversations <laughs> around like <laughs> They have been conversations. They're going to me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you'll be fine. Right? You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Um, they have been conversations around like um, men, how there are certain things that we've mm -hmm. been, how do I say this, sensitized to be more comfortable with. Men in the past were sensitized to like be the ones to go out. Yeah. And then men are raised, boys are raised differently from yes, women. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, there's an argument that, okay, it's because of um, how these things were set up. That right. is why men are how they are and women are there. So, mm -hmm. you feeling like, you know, sports being, men being more inclined to be all about sports and all of that right. and women being, you know, not being, um, not necessarily interested or women or well, do you I feel was, like again, I, I it's because to, of how things were set up I want to remind you that I was speaking of my own experience yes yes of course yeah. so I am I, I really refrain from generalizing okay. I do feel there are lots of little girls who are very eager to explore sports mm -hmm. and who are very good at it and who get pushed into the right direction by their parents growing up I have noticed that girls are being treated differently from boys and now even watching my colleagues having children i see that their boys are being treated differently from their little girls yes by all means oh okay so um I, so i'm curious then mm -hmm. would you treat like are there are there going to be any significant differences in how you like, you know, if you have children, like how you raise the Generally, boys what I'm just observing, I'm observing and I've also like, I've, I studied, actually I studied um, movement and instruction, anatomy and psychology. Okay. That is my actual job at which mm, I then quit to, <laughs> to become a full-time artist. <laughs> okay. But I spent like my entire 20s in university back in, shout out to the people from Hamburg, back in Hamburg. Shout out to Hamburg. And, um... What I studied and what I saw from working in my field is that boys were more free, boys were more uh, eager to explore and were more courageous to take risks. And girls were a bit more hesitant, you know, a bit more careful, a bit more self-conscious. And I felt like it had a lot to do with their parents, like how they are raised and going through like all these meetings, you know, as a teacher and as a supervisor and as a mentor, you have to have, you have to have these conversations with parents, right? And I could see a strong link between, um, I could uh -huh. see a strong link between like 
women, moms who are very hard on themselves, very hard on themselves, meaning they were very controlled. Okay. You know, have you ever seen like a person who's like very self-conscious, very in control yeah. of how they project their image to the outside world? Yeah. They have to be strong. They have to keep it together because maybe they're single moms or they're the only women. Sorry, they are the only woman in a work field. They are the only woman in a whatever. You know, women positions are still scarce. So mm -hmm. there's that pressure. They project that behavior and feeling onto their little girls. Because it's something we naturally do as moms, right? And as dads. So if you have, for example, a dad who always had to grind and who's always, who always had to hustle, he's going to project that behavior onto his son. That is a very good point. Yeah, so just working in my job and then later growing up and then just like, because I was always very different. <coughs> I was always very free and very courageous. And my mom did an extremely good job and and um and motivating me to be creative but even playing with my friends in tema i had only Ghanaian friends there were some moms that didn't want their little girls to come and play with me because i would always encourage them to dress up have fun you know mm. be creative we would organize like theater plays and we would run around you know all the knees would be open because we were climbing trees <laughs> And parents just didn't think it was proper for yeah, a little a woman, girl yeah, to climb a tree or that, whatever. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Whereas a little boy was always allowed to do that. So moms are just, in general, I say it and I mean what I said, <laughs> are less hard on their little boys. I've seen it in relationships. I've been like, I'm, I'm straight. So I, I was always with men and, you know, I've always been in relationship with men and, how men move through the world is different because they haven't been looked at with such a harsh and strict eye. That's true. I, I definitely can relate to everything that you just said because <laughs> um, I grew up in not a all, home. Not all, but... I mean, yeah. not oh, sorry. Not yeah, all of but it, of course. That's just generally. Yeah, just generally. Like, um, I grew up in a home with two fathers, like at different times, not at yeah. the same time. Yikes. At different times. So... Um, yeah, my parents got divorced Patchwork and then family. my mom yeah, yeah, remarried and stuff like that. So with my mom, I noticed that, you know, when, once my sister came into the picture, I had like, you know, I have a brother and a sister, right? Yeah. And with my sister, like you are saying, there were, there were, there's a lot of things that my mom projected onto her. Absolutely. That she was used to, you know, with her upbringing and everything. And in Absolutely. her mind, that was how a woman or a girl... Yeah should be raised or mm -hmm. you know um and also with my brother like you're saying he had a lot more grace like mm -hmm. yeah i mean in as much as my mom was very you know like she disciplined him yeah. and always made sure that he was also in check mm -hmm. he still had a lot of oh, grace absolutely. in comparison to you know uh, my sister and with my dad's like you you mentioned the whole hustler thing yeah your projection same thing. My dad was a doctor, mm -hmm. and so my dad was all about education. Yeah, like he was. And he's gonna project that onto yeah, and you. Yeah, everything that yeah. you know, every issue that we had was <laughs> in relation to education. Oh, you understand? It was like yeah. you know, why why are you not why why don't you want to become a doctor like me? Blah blah blah. For that sure, stuff, right? yeah. And with my stepdad, he was more of like you know, he was he was into building, construction, yeah. real estate. So he was more. He grew up on the whole hustler side. It's like, yeah. you know, Accra is tough. 
you need to know how to talk to the people that yeah, work yeah, on the yeah. ground. You know, so for him, yeah. he judged me a lot on how I navigated those situations. We all are a product of our parents. Exactly. Whether we like it or not, you know, from, I think, if I remember well from from even studying, like, the ages zero to six is where we get our core fundamental foundation which shapes us our entire life so that is when a child so if you look at a child like a, a computer or a, that's where all the information gets downloaded and that's in that huge time. though yeah so it's very crucial that what you do in those yeah first six years yeah. like what you do in those first six years is actually the foundation for a child's entire life uh, yeah like i said that's huge because yeah you are basically at the mercy of and it's and none yeah. of it is up to you because at that age yeah you are just <laughs> like how much do you know you I know do, so you're at the mercy like of whoever is you know? i wish we had more deeper and honest conversations about what it means to bring a child into this world. Yeah. Like, I wish it would go beyond it's a blessing. Yes. Because you're quickly going to ruin a child's blessing if you make the wrong decisions or bring them up in a way that is unfair to them. Yeah, I saw this uh, viral video of a guy who was asked, um, <coughs> um, does he want to have kids? And he was mm-hmm. like, nah, he's, he's never going to have kids. Because, <laughs> not because he's against having kids. It's like a scandal kids. in Ghana. Yeah, yeah. yeah, not that he's against having children. Yeah. It's just that he knows he's going to be a terrible father. So, like, <laughs> no, a terrible parent. <laughs> That's funny. He, yeah. know, he knows, he's 100% sure That's that so he's going funny. to be a terrible parent. So for him, he's not even going to dip his hands into that whole yeah. thing at all. And people were... It was a whole, people were mad as hell. Yeah, like they we were just like, Yo, have, how? Like, and I think it's all over the world. I don't think it's only even Ghana. Like, yeah. I think it's still so weird if someone actually tells the truth about themselves. I just did an interview recently where I said the same thing. Like, the moment people display honesty, and even if that honesty doesn't look good, because we are so used to people masking their flaws, because that's what you're basically taught to do. Don't show weakness mask your flaws don't show them you're slacking be cool walk into the room with posture don't show weakness because weakness is not sexy vulnerability will not be taken seriously because of that we constantly are faced with people who lie to us and once we are confronted with someone who actually doesn't lie who is like oh like your example Mm -hmm. i'm a terrible father we tear them apart because actually we're jealous of his ability <laughs> to, to be that to be straightforward. Himself, and yeah. actually maybe some of us haven't made the decisions that were based on our true honesty and are now in deep yeah, shit. That is, yeah. Do you understand? Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So it's like, it's so interesting. And I always advocate for, for telling the truth. Um, if you listen to my music and if you go on my socials, you will always hear an honest description of who I am because if it gives another individual who watches me or follows my music the strength to walk in their truth and have, because here's what I firmly believe, only in your truth will you progress. Because if you keep masking yourself and hiding who you truly are to the world, you'll never be where you want to be. And even if you've gone to where you want to be by absolutely disguising who you truly are it will all fall apart at some point and it might even fall apart 
before your death. There's so many people who are afraid of dying. Right. Because they haven't done certain things. They have lived in fear. They have wronged people. You know, there was, there's always, to me, there's always a judgment day. And it might never happen, like, maybe it might not happen in 10 years, but it will happen. I'm a firm believer. And that's why I always try to tell the truth, even if it alienates people, if it makes people uncomfortable, even if it makes me feel uncomfortable, I would say it because it's my personal protection. I go to sleep at night healthy and happy, whereas a lot of people go to sleep at night scheming and plotting <laughs> how they can keep this thing going. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's... Um yeah, let's talk a little bit about the music in your industry let's a little go. bit, right? Um, so you had mentioned before that um, as much as possible, you love to be yourself in every situation. You, yeah, it's a yeah. must. <laughs> it's a must, right? Um, even in doing that, do you feel like there are certain industry inhibitors um, that are still present, even as you are your authentic self, as you are still always trying to be yourself, blah, blah, blah. Uh, like, what the are music some industry those? doesn't really like authentic people. I'm going to mm. be 100% honest with you. Okay. Because it's, you can't control someone who is authentic. So <laughs> there's, there's, there's always like, the industry tends to pick people they can, I'm actually Favorite curious. Favorite people like, who they can control. The ones in particular, in relation to men in particular, like yeah. what role men play in those situations? Like I'm actually curious. Um, again, speaking from my experience, and I think it's getting a lot better. Yeah. Some men I've encountered in the industry were upset because I wouldn't sleep with them, you know. Okay. Because I wouldn't have sex with them. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't, flirt with them does that does that happen often like does that happen as often as people i think hope it does? for the younger girls that it doesn't happen as much anymore but it happened to me yes happened i i, I don't i'm not asking for <laughs> specific numbers but like in terms of quite frequently to be wow, honest that yeah. is crazy it does happen like it does happen still where i can be like in a situation and the moment i this, the moment I say, look, I'm not interested in you <laughs> in that type of way, the help, the support stops. The, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because there's still, like, something attached to being a, a woman in this industry that makes men think that they need to have more access to you than just, like, your talent, you know? So at all levels, like the artists themselves, the producers, the whatever, like all those levels. All those levels. But then again, I've also encountered like really amazing, sensible men in my life. You know, so it's like it's like this, to be honest. Like I've had men. How does that make you feel when you meet someone like that? Who like wants to like. Someone that is just genuinely all about uplifting you, all about, you know. To be honest, it's it's. I expect that. Yes. Yeah, so I expect, so the yeah. moment I meet you, I expect you to treat me with respect. I expect you to look at me through the lens of what I bring to the table concerning my talent and my craft. So 
when someone uplifts me because of my talent and mm-hmm. just has like a normal relationship with me, especially if they're a man and especially if they're a man in power and in certain positions, I don't drop to my knees and say thank you because <laughs> <laughs> I don't drop to my knees and say thank you because that's how you're supposed to act. You don't go like, hmm, what's like, you don't, you don't have that like, no, because like, you've okay, done the same the thing here? with your homeboy. Okay. You've uplifted your homeboy right. and gotten him into certain rooms. Mm-hmm. So of course, if I am as equally talented, you're going to treat me the same way. Okay. So I, I, you know, and I do feel like a lot of men still have a problem with women who are just like, what, you want me to lick your toes for <laughs> getting me into this room or into Goodness. this position? I can't do that. <laughs> you know, like, like, you did the same thing for, for homeboy, for yeah. a guy. You did the same thing and you didn't expect anything. Anything, yeah. Like, why am I, why are you treating me there? And I think confrontation is everything. I've literally asked guys, like, did you just put your hand on my thigh? in a session mm-hmm. and it makes them so uncomfortable and, it, and that's why I always encourage young women and young men I'm not ruling out because a lot of harassment is also happening to young men which we have to speak about as well like confront the situation in the situation yeah right there it doesn't there. mean shouting it doesn't mean like losing your shit and throwing and breaking furniture Have but a it's conversation. like I've literally asked someone before why is your hand on my thigh did you try and slap a mosquito? Like, what happened? <laughs> like, explain this gesture to me. How did and that conversation And people go? feel uncomfortable when right. you do that. Like, you know. And sometimes when people hug me too much, like men, you know, when I go to award shows or whatever, right. and you know that hug that slides down your bottles and stuff like wow. that. Really? I'm just like, I confront them there and there. Really? Yeah, I'm like, I didn't ask for a cuddle. <laughs> goodness <laughs> wow like i think the mistake we as women often make is that we tolerate <laughs> such behavior as boys like yeah, that's boys just how boys. men are yeah, 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 yeah and it's like no we and i'm i'm and that's why i i don't have many friends because i'm always like if you want to change a situation stop blaming others and take control over the, over the situation. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. If you want something to change, be accountable and change it. This world will only evolve once we really, really, really accept our own power. So I've called people out in the spot, on the spot. Has it closed and slammed doors for me? Yeah. But was it worth it? Because I went home with my pride and integrity and dignity intact for sure yeah i definitely feel you on that (laughs) (laughs) like i would disgrace you if you try and touch me in public or like i would do it on the spot and i think more women should be this is the conversation most women are not ready for what do we tolerate as women Uh, yeah what do we as women tolerate and I see a lot of women nowadays dodging that question, you know, and blaming the patriarchy, <laughs> blaming the system. <laughs> well, honey, the patriarchy is going to be around, especially in this country, for a very long time. We are but what can we it's, do? It's rooted. What can we do? How can we conduct ourselves in certain situations? 
you know? Yeah. And I do see the fear in that because people get violent. People get abusive when you confront them, when you call them out. But that's just a risk I'm willing to take. You know? <laughs> it sounds crazy, <laughs> but yeah, I would never let anyone disgrace me in public, touch me, harass yeah. me. I feel you. It's just not acceptable. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's so many <laughs> ways we can dissect, you know, these conversations and stuff. Yeah. Um, we definitely aren't going to be able to finish that this conversation <laughs> on one podcast episode. So, yeah, I mean, um, I think we have shared a lot of good experiences, especially from your end. I was yeah, hoping I that you would. You so, yeah, I appreciate it. But before we head out, um, just want to ask you, do you believe in the power of attraction? Oh, I believe in so many things. Um, but for now... I cultivate the belief in myself. Mm. That is what I'm on right now. And I feel like if you're on a journey to <laughs> to make something happen for yourself or to just be, you know, to just go on to something and change something or it, it might be whatever, even if you're chasing a degree or a career or f finding your life partner or whatever it is, you know, growing this podcast it's the belief in yourself that will get you there. And you know, self-belief is always like, oh yeah, believe in yourself. No, you actually have to dissect that. Like believing in yourself is far more complicated. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's like um, a ritual you have, to, um, you have to practice every day, like knowing who you are and you knowing- You have to be intentional about yeah, it. And being yeah, being self-aware and also just changing, you know, like, Change, because you can't be the same every day because different things happen to you. Right. Know thyself, reassess, and keep believing, you know? Right. I'm not saying if something doesn't work, try it until <laughs> you're broken, sick, yeah, and I mean. bent out. But <laughs> like, just reassess, take the time, believe in yourself, see how you can invest in yourself, see what books you can read, what courses you can take, what people you can talk to. I think that's way more powerful than subscribing to all these different beliefs. And I just made a TikTok on it. It's like the internet is giving us so much like, oh, the law of attraction, stay positive. Oh, mm -hmm. know yourself. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Buddha. Oh, Allah. Oh, like there are so many options for different belief systems right now, which is amazing. Like, all praise be to all religions in the world. You know, they all have a place. They all have a reason to be here. But at the end of the day, it's left with us humans, what we make out of the situation and that interval between life and death. We are going to die one day. So what do you make of this? And I think for that, you have to tune in with yourself and check in with yourself and ask yourself what you want every single day. I feel you. <laughs> Man. I feel you too, bro. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming through. Um, You're welcome. Are you a fufu person? Oh, I love fufu. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I love fufu, especially Brilliant. like I, my new thing is fufu and groundnut soup. Okay. And okra on the side. Right. I don't eat meat. 
Me, me neither. I actually don't. Yeah, I don't. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't eat chicken. I don't like meat. And I oh don't no, I eat, eat chicken though. Oh okay. Yeah, but I don't like goat meat. Then mm-hmm. cow meat yeah. and things like nah. I don't eat like, meat, so it's like much. the soup has to be heavy. Okay. The fufu has to be soft, mm. like freshly pounded. I don't do the powder fufu. <laughs> Needs yeah. fufu. Yeah it's, yeah, it's like it has to be pounded. Right. I kind of have to see the person pounding it. Okay. Yeah, for it to, to enjoy it even more. Okay. What are you looking out for in With seeing the person pound? Ah, uh, you have to just see that they yeah, are pounding like, it. Yeah, like I like okay, it to be fresh. Like I don't want them to add like the powder behind my back. Uh, or wow. Do you get it? Like heat okay. the fufu from yesterday, or like right, you know right, we have right, all right, kinds right, of tricks, right. but yeah, I just like to see that my fufu is being prepared freshly. But how do you know though? Like if you go to a restaurant or something, how do you know it's not needs for food? That they There's a chop I really like. Um, please remind me, what's the name of that chop we go to? Cicada. Oh, Shout that? out to Cicada and Osu. They oh, have okay, the best okay. food. And they actually pound the fufu in front of you. That's oh, oh, where we right, go to. right. Okay, okay. And like the fufu is bomb. Okay, that's great. Cicada, if you hear this, my next chop is for free. Please. <laughs> I'm promoting you. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, Charlie, sh- shout out to Yakuto for joining us today. It's been my pleasure. Um, it's been a, you know, we've had a really, really dope conversation. Yes. You dropped a lot of gems, man. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of gems. Um, so, like, um, before we go, like, do you mm-hmm. have any project coming out soon? Oh, for sure. Like, there's so much. I mean, I've already released yes, so much uh, yeah, music in did, my yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. making music for. yeah, yeah. yeah. Over you recently decade. released um a i recently track, right? released my song yeah featuring jay bad jay bad yeah shout out to jay bad um, okay. who did an amazing feature but yeah if you're into music uh check me out on spotify audio mac boom play apple music youtube boom fantastic um yeah so charlie i have a few shout outs of my own <laughs> shout out to our videographer little Shout out to our producer, George. You guys, go check out George's music. Spotify, King George. No, King George the Seventh. Yes. Go check check him out. Check out his music. He's a dope producer. And um, yeah, this is a Gold Coast Report podcast. This is Sunday Fufu. We release an episode every couple of weeks. So guys, just go to our website, listen to GCR.com or um, our socials, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, The Gold Coast Report. Yeah, you have access to all of our episodes. So, yeah, this has been our episode of Yakuto. We will hopefully, we won't take you out for Fufu sometime. So, oh, yeah, now. I'm expecting it now. Fantastic. You've okay. even made me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so by now, we'll get our act together and, you know, invite you to come sure. and join us one time. Sure. Okay. I'm up for it. Fantastic. Sounds great. All right. So, guys, um, we will talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com.